Welcome to the Boonta Eve Podcast. Hello, what have we here? A weekly show where we discuss all things Star Wars. All right, shut up. I'll take this. Shut up, sir. Luke! And now your hosts, Hunter and Zach. Gina Carano fired. Hmm. That will be one of the many things we're going to be talking about this week. Hello and welcome back to the Boonta Eve Classic Star Wars podcast. I, of course, am Hunter Chambers and I'm here with my friend Zach McCoy. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? Doing fantastic today. Um... So we're gonna be talking about Gina Carano. We're gonna we're gonna get into the main the main bulk of today. We'll be um, talking about what's coming for Star Wars in twenty twenty one. But mm-hmm. let's just I don't want to go too deep into Gina Carano just because it's negative and I don't want to be negative. Um, but Gina Carano was fired, um, which has been. People, a lot of people have been calling for that to happen for some time. Uh, back in November is when the hashtag Fire Gina Carano started. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe what she did in November was she, after as an asset, Joe Biden won the presidency, she said um, there was voting fraud and she also... She posted some meme about mask wearing and how it doesn't do anything or how it's dumb. She's always been very outspoken with her conservative beliefs. Yeah, she's a conservative, uh-huh. and being a conservative in Hollywood is not an easy thing to do, especially if you're as outspoken as she is. Like, really, the only other super conservative actor that I can think of is like Chris Pratt, who's like on a big mm-hmm. scale level, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was a movement to try and get him like not canceled but removed from like guardians of the galaxy and marvel just for going to church some person was like you shouldn't they said it was homophobic of him to to go to church yeah but yeah so that that's how it started gina carano just said stuff that didn't go with disney's vibe and they were like all right we don't think i feel i feel like they didn't think it was enough to fire her then mm-hmm. um but then with this Basically, what she did recently is she compared being a Republican in Hollywood to how um, being a Jew during the Holocaust. Essentially. Yeah, to like how people, like people in charge in Germ- um, Germany, like turn neighbor against neighbor, mm-hmm. and which Holocaust is a touchy subject. Probably not the best thing to say you're going through, but. She did. I don't think she's too concerned about it or else she wouldn't have said it. And I saw yesterday she's making her own movie Hmm. with, like, The Daily Wire or something. So, I don't know. Do I think she deserved to be fired? 
probably not, but I'm sure there was some sort of social media contract in her in her contract. Oh, yeah. and I also another thing. I guess Disney wanted her to put her pronouns in her Instagram bio, which I checked, and the only other person that I really saw that has his pronouns is Peter Pascal, mm-hmm. which I found it weird that she was the only one that was asked to do it. Maybe I don't know, but she was also asked to do that, and she like put. Instead of she, her, she put beep, boop, blop or something, <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know. Uh, um, but yeah, genius. do I think she really deserves mm-hmm. to be fired? No. Am I too upset? No, to be honest. I don't think she's a great actress. Mm. It's cool to watch her kick butt. Mm-hmm. But every time I saw her on The Mandalorian, it was just like. Didn't vibe. Not that I could do better, but I just didn't enjoy her character that much that's fair enough i think um this might be bad but i'm mainly upset because i ordered a carried an action figure and that got canceled <sighs> the black series yes and yeah. now my mandalorian collection will never be fully complete so yeah that's, that's why i'm mainly sad maybe that's bad of me but it's true so i'm sorry well that's it's a real thing yeah um yeah, I guess I am all for actors and actresses speaking their minds and using their platforms to talk about what they believe. And I think um, at the same time, you do, especially if you're in the public eye, you have to be very careful about how you word things on social media, in the internet, especially these days where anything you say especially if you're in the limelight and you have a high follower count is scrutinized to the point where it could get you fired or canceled or what have you. So, um, I always did respect her, her ability to speak her mind, just like I respect LeBron's right to speak his mind, just like I respect, um, you know, uh, who, whoever Chris Pratt, uh, Ashton Kutcher, whoever's outspoken about their beliefs. Um, With all that said, I think she did take it a little too far. I mean, more than a little. Um, You just can't say something like that. I think that's really offensive. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it is unfortunate that she did that. And um, obviously for many reasons. And I think that I don't like getting into the politics of the whole thing. But um, I will miss her on The Mandalorian. I thought she was decent. I thought Cara Dune was a fun character who was going to be a big part of the um, uh, Rangers of the New Republic. I thought she was going to play more of a role there. And I don't think this is going to have a big effect on The Mandalorian, however. I think Cara Dune was very much an expendable character that could easily be replaced by Bo-Katan and company. If you're looking for butt kicking um, female actresses, I think that's where they're going, anyways. I think they're just going to go to Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more about Mandalore. Exactly. In all honesty, I think they could have just not said anything. Like, I, I, they wanted to, mm-hmm. but I think they could have just never mentioned just fired Gina her? Carano again. Yeah. Or Cara yeah. Dune again. And yeah. no one would Because. In terms of the full scope of the show, she wasn't like a huge. No, it's not like it's Mark Hamill. No, you know, like you can't replace Luke Skywalker. But no, in the full scope of the show, she was in like 
five-ish episodes. Yeah, she and she doesn't never plays a huge role, although yeah. she does. She is a main character. Um, I think they wanted to make. I guess I have to be careful, but Hollywood definitely loves to make examples out of people that they disagree with, and so they jump on any opportunity to to expel those who don't play along. I'm not saying what she said was right at all. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that frustrates me is that Disney has had some issues with human rights violations in with the Mulan shooting. Mm-hmm. Really problematic. They've had issues with um, a lot of awful abuse with their directors. Um, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon, yeah. Um, so some of this does smack of selective punishment uh, towards some individuals and I would understand if if a lot of people are bugged by that yeah there um, was people trying to get Pedro Pascal fired too yeah yep. but what he said goes with Disney's like political views yeah and Hollywood's political views true what Gina said while it was kind of probably shouldn't say that um, it's her opinion but when you're if your opinion goes against your boss. And I'm like I said, I'm sure it was in her contract somewhere that yeah. some sort of social media clause, which is funny. You would think there wouldn't be by the way, some authors in the Star Wars universe treat fans on. Yeah. Twitter. But <laughs> that's, I digress. But yeah, Pedro Pascal just compared Trump supporters to Nazis. Yeah. That's but also something you should not do. <laughs> yeah. But Disney is cool with that because they're more liberal yeah so that's just how it is but good news for her is there's always the daily wire and ben shapiro to run to True. whenever you get canceled he is more so than i don't willing. think she was canceled i just think well yeah canceled from disney canceled but from not disney. canceled in general She's, it's not like her yeah. whole career is over she still has a fierce following i mean people knew that she was a conservative like disney knew that she was conservative when she was brought in sure to do like the show and yeah. i i don't think she's a bad person at all i mean no. you watch the mandalorian um what do they call it after sh- uh the um <laughs> gallery uh, yes the galleries and you hear her behind interviews and she yeah. sounds she's super sweet and her Everyone co-stars her are saying set. her co-stars are saying the same thing yeah. and like pedro pascal was saying how great of a person she is mm-hmm. and they couldn't be more far off politically wise it's yeah. like I don't know. I just miss when politics didn't weren't so divisive, and yeah. it's just it's 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 sad. But it is what it is. I mean, she was outspoken about it. I mean, Chris Pratt. He doesn't really say anything. He's a he's he's clearly a conservative. He's mm-hmm. made it known, but he doesn't go out there and tirade on no crazy stuff like this. So yeah. I think she knew what she was doing, and mm-hmm. she knew that it would stir up some controversy yeah and i also don't think she's very concerned about it at all no no from a star wars sense um i i just don't think it's that big of a deal it's really no i was really upset about it at first and then i realized who cares yeah it's not a big deal yeah if if it was someone like like um you know uh, uh pedro pascal or something that got fired then it, they'd be in trouble Which we thought he almost got there was rumors that he was fired a while yeah. ago too but for yeah. different reasons yes so that would have sucked that would have been a bad like that i would be like well i'm never watching this show again cause yeah you associate with his voice and stuff but Cara Dune is just like 
okay, that's fine. Yeah. See yeah. you never. Again, I'm really just upset about my action figure collection. Yeah, I mean, you know, hang on to your Cara Dune you know, merch. It might yeah, be if you have something. any Cara Dune stuff still on card and packaged, <laughs> hold on to those because holy crap, are those going to be worth oh. money? I was point. I was telling you earlier. Um, my cousin got me the ATST Mandalorian Raider mm-hmm. set, Lego set, which is like I think it was like forty bucks just originally. But it was pointed out to me that that's probably going to be the only Lego set in which Cara Dune comes in. And discontinued Lego sets after a couple of years already go for like double yeah. what they originally came out for. Yeah, Legos are worth it's a good. It's a good business if you want to wait like two years to make 40 bucks back. <laughs> it's true. But sometimes you get lucky and they're worth even more. I saw an Emperor Palpatine arrested Lego set. Uh-huh. It's like 200 pieces, probably 30 bucks when it came out goes for like five hundred dollars now oh my gosh because wow super rare and it comes with like five jedi or six jedi because it's the four that go ar- i think it's five if you count palpatine because it's the four that go and arrest him Anakin. windu fisto what's his name the guy with the horns yeah and then eth Kof, Agen- right Agen- or is it agent caller okay yeah. same guy pretty sure they're the same species yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's palpatine so it's it goes I seriously it's like 500 bucks for like 200 oh lego pieces. Gosh. So if you have anything Cara Dune related, Oof. still packaged. Hold on to it. And maybe you'll make some money out of it. Yeah. I'll probably build build mine eventually cuz my cousin got it for me. If I bought it myself, but it was a gift, so I'm not going to just be like, "Oh, I don't like your gift. I'm going to make some money off of it." I feel like <laughs> I w- I feel like I would have to give him some of the money. <laughs> All right. Well, Oh my! Let's move away from. Let's think about happy negativenessness. Yeah. That was. There are a lot of good things good. happening in Star Wars this week. Yes. Before we good stuff. Before we delve in. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to ask you, Zach. Yes. We've talked about you giving a brief, maybe not so brief, <laughs> however non-brief or brief you want it to be, uh, Light of the Jedi review. Yes. I don't know if we've talked about it on air, but you and I have talked about it yes. off air. Yes. And I am reading The Light of the Jedi. First book. Reading. I am still reading. Not read. I have not. So read. you have not finished I have it. not finished. Okay. I will finish by, by next episode. I am going to have that review for you guys. So we're going to push it off till next episode? Yes. Do you want to give it a, a, little, a little tease? Yeah. So, um, so far, I, where I am in the book, I'm still waiting for it to get good. Spoilers or no? No spoilers. Okay. I'm just general spoilers next week because by next <laughs> week, all y'all should have re- read read it. I have mine right here. I still have it. He still has a copy. Yeah. Wonderful art, by the way. Very I, I cool. I really like the art design on the book. I like on the back. It says, for over a thousand generations, the mm-hmm. Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice. Yeah. Super cool throwback there. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying a lot of the force powers being introduced. I'll put it that way. That's it's exciting. I, I'm excited for where this goes. I think it's a good start. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll have a more detailed in depth review next time. I like the Wookiee Jedi on the here. Wookie Jedi does he have a name? Uh I don't know yet. Oh. I'm sure he does. This guy has a yellow lightsaber. Yeah. He looks like a Twi'lek. Does he only have one? Maybe it's just hiding. It looks like he only has one head tail. Yeah, he's got two, I think. Hmm. This girl's like a main character. Yeah, it's a main she? character. Yeah, yeah. What about the the blue dude? 
Yeah, I think he is. Hmm. Yeah. I've been really bad about reading books, Star Wars related lately. I enjoy audiobooks more than um, reading books just because I don't have too much time to read books. I'm ma- I'm bad at reading them in bed, which is... Hmm. You just fall asleep. Yeah, huh? I just fall asleep. Yeah. I, the only audiobook I ever gave a try was the Kenobi one. Because mm-hmm. if you start Audible, you get like a free book yes. your first time, yeah. your first download. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll do a Star Wars book. And I did Kenobi. And... I just found it, I thought it was really boring, but yeah. I was also a lot younger. I feel like I would appreciate it more now. Yeah. But when I was first going through it, I got about like halfway through it and I was like, this is boring. This is not what I figured Obi-Wan would be doing during this time period, <laughs> which I don't think it's what he's going to be doing in the show. No, I don't think so. I think the show is going to shed new light. I mean, that. I was like, wow, because in the first like few minutes, it's Obi-Wan goes to, I don't know if it's the same cantina. Yeah. But he goes to a cantina mm-hmm. and he's like asking for directions to the large homestead mm-hmm. and talks about he has like a bundle like mm-hmm. wrapped up in his arm. And then he like slices a guy's arm yeah. off like in episode four. And then it's revealed that he had a baby and it was Luke and he was mm-hmm. trying to get to the large homestead. And I was like, wow, that's so sick. And then there were some cool things where he's like talking to Qui-Gon, but Qui-Gon doesn't talk back. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever talks back. No. And but and then it's like. You have a, a, you have like an Obi Wan perspective, a Sand person perspective, mm-hmm. and then like the townspeople's perspective mm-hmm. of like the people that like think he's crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. I just found it kind of strange. It's not the most thrilling book. Yeah, it's, it's like it's you're not gonna make a an Obi Wan miniseries about that. No, I would be surprised if they pulled much. And from they have that. that his Dubak's name is a Rue or something. Mm-hmm. You just hear about. Rue. Rue. Rue is just, what is Rue for a name, you know? (laughs) What is is Rue? All right. So, Light of the Jedi review by Zach next week. Next week. Spoiler heavy. Spoiler heavy. So, if you have not read, don't listen. Yep. Listen, but skip. Just skip. We'll we'll give you a warning. And if you don't care about spoilers, that's cool, too. Mm -hmm. I will be spoiled Mm -hmm. unless I really crank out this book Mm -hmm. in a matter of days. Which is unlikely, but yeah, you never know. You never know. Uh, all right, so Light of the Jedi review next week. Yeah, next week. Uh, now we're going to be moving into our our main topics of discussion this week. Yes. Um, upcoming Star Wars projects. Yes. Twenty twenty. We're going to be breaking down, talking about some stuff coming up in the Star Wars, mostly TV universe. Well, is it mostly TV? It is. It's all TV. Yeah. That's Disney Plus universe. Yeah. Streaming universe, we'll put it that way. The streaming verse, Filoni verse. The Filoni verse. Not fully. Partially. Yeah. Where should we start? Um, I have Bad Batch here. Yeah, let's let's talk about the Bad Batch. Or should we start with the video games and then go to TV? Let's do that. Okay. Let's let's, so let's, let's talk about with, the video games. Start with. Uh, start with the Ubisoft game. Okay. Which, we know is not coming out in 2021. Yes. Because that would be a record time to make a video game. Right. But we just want to talk about it because it was recently announced and we're excited about it um, as gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, Ubisoft, uh, I think, is probably mainly known from like the Assassin's Creed games. But yeah. They've got their hands in kind of everything. they got some good they? stuff. they got Rainbow Six Siege. they got Watch Dogs. Yeah, another open world game. Yeah. Open world is Ghost kind of Recon. Thing, yeah. They're, they're very hitting. They have Far Cry. I mean, Far Cry is Far Cry's a successful decent. Franchise. Yeah. 
Assassin's Creed is not my cup of tea. Oh, it's my cup of tea. Really? Mm. Okay. Playing Valhalla right now. It's okay. great. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I didn't think people played that, but there's definitely... I don't know, because hardcore fans are yeah. upset because they made it kind of an RPG-style game. Yeah. It's not what the game used to be, basically. Okay. It's more like... I don't know. You have to play it to understand it. Okay. All right. But a lot of the hardcore... I think it makes it more open to more people, though. So I feel like the following has gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. But if I get a Star Wars video game like Assassin's Creed, like I'll lose my mind. Like I already love the Assassin's Creed game, but you make it Star Wars-themed mm-hmm. and like... Sign me up, like, right now, because I'm already having a blast. Okay. You Star Warsify something that I'm having a blast with, and I'm all over it. Okay. Um, I think... I don't really want to see, like, a Jedi-centric game, to okay. be quite honest, because we just got Fallen Order, and as short as it was, I feel like I got my fill there, and, like, Force Unleashed, we've had before. Mm-hmm. I really want to see a game where you are a bounty hunter, like just starting out and you get contracts and go on mm-hmm. missions and um, like kind of like kind of like 1313, like your okay. underworld yeah. type of game. And you upgrade your armor as you go and get cool guns and ships and stuff. Okay. I, that's what I want to see. How about you? Yeah, I would want to see something integrating Force users and non-force users, where you can choose your path. Mm. Um, I've I've heard a lot of people say they would like some things incorporated from Witcher Three. Um, uh, the Witcher series is kind of considered to be one of the top open-world games. I think that'd be smart to incorporate some things from there. Um, I don't know. I. I would like to kind of like in, I don't know if you played um, Cyberpunk 2077, but they let you choose your path. You can be like a mogul, you can be a uh, like a street rat, or you can be like a, a nomad type on the fringes of society type outlet, outlander kind of guy. So you can kind of choose your path. I kind of like that idea where basically you take... Um, Knights of the Old Republic, basically, but just open it up a lot more to not just Force users, dark side, light side, but you can kind of carve your own path. I would like that. But I don't know. I, I also think it'd be interesting if no Force users were in the game. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that. I That's what I want to see. I, re- I re- honestly don't want to see... Because everyone would probably just choose a Force user. Yeah. I wouldn't. I feel... Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I just like my bounty hunter idea. That's where my heart's kind of set. Okay. I wouldn't not want to see a game with force users. Like, if they did, like, a... I could honestly just... I would honestly be happy just remake Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that'd be great. I would like, love like, Just that. expand it, like you mm-hmm. said. Like, no, that's not what you meant, but just expand that like, game. Because mm-hmm. the first game's story... Oh, it's You can't beat it. Yeah. Second game, it got better with gameplay, but the story wasn't as good. Which still it, good. It wasn't bad. You just Not can't beat good. the first story. Yeah. So if I would like to, I would honestly just want to see them, like make the gameplay better. Maybe add like different stuff. Maybe add some di- different stuff to the story. 
I think that would be super cool too. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. No. But I think it would be cool if eventually somebody came along and kind of remastered those games. Because the only that. way you can play them is you can play them on your mobile phone. Which is fun, but it's not that fun. And it's like 15 bucks. Not, not quite the same. Like I would pay 15 bucks to play it on my PS4. Just because it's old. Yeah, right. I don't want to pay $15 to play it on my phone. I do have both. Which I do own it, but... Okay. Oh, you can just play it on computer, huh? Yeah, I played on PC, which is fun. See, for us poor people, though, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have thousands of dollars to drop on a PC. That's uh, a problem. It's true. Gaming PCs are, are too expensive. They're worth the investment, but... True. Uh, yeah, for those who can... Who, who it's hard to say. It. I'm going to spend $1,000 and yeah. build this thing. And it's probably more than $1,000, too. Yeah, I mean, they're getting cheaper, but for a decent one, yeah, you got to drop a decent amount, I think. As with anything technology-related. When do you think this Ubisoft game is going to come out? Oh, I don't think we're going to see anything until 2022, at least. I don't... I think longer. You think 2023? Yeah, I think maybe 2024. I think if they want to make a really good game... Yeah. I mean, you hear, like, Grand Theft Auto games come out like every 10 years true maybe not 10 i mean gta is coming up on 10 i think it came out in like 2013 gta 5 um red dead redemption the first one and the second one i think was like 10 years between those two you're right games take a long time maybe we might see some some in-game footage maybe in a within the next three years maybe some trailer or something but you're probably right. We po- probably won't see a game. We'll probably see something at Celebration 2022. Y- yeah, I could see that. Some teaser. Some sort of teaser. What are they going to show? No, it's subject for another thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on here. Oh. Um, let's get into Lego Star Wars. Yeah. When is that coming Infamous out, man? Lego Star Wars. I've been um, waiting for this for a long time. When was it slated to come out originally? Delaying it. 2020, but when? Do you know? Uh, I, I thought it was like holiday season 2020. I feel like it was November or something. Yeah. Kind of like when Call of Duty's come out. Yeah. November, middle November-ish. Mm-hmm. I saw something interesting today. So there was rumors that it was going to get postponed again, the release date. No, really? I have to find this really quickly. Goodness gracious, man. <sighs> yeah, the I think they're saying the new date is... is Spring 2021. Yeah, so I saw... But I don't think they're going to make that either. I saw rumors that that's, that wasn't happening anymore. Okay, yeah. Um. Wow. Let me see. Yeah. Do you know where posts you've liked is on Instagram? Isn't that in your settings? Settings. I think it's in your settings. Oh, I saved it. We're good. I yeah, found okay. it. Okay. All right, so there was a rumor going on, on Instagram that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um that they were not going to make the spring 2021 release date and they were going to push it back a second time. Yeah. Because spring starts on March 20th, Mm -hmm. which is about a month away. Not that it would come out on March 20th, just that that's when spring would start. So they would have to get it sometime between then and summer. Yeah. So there's a rumor going around that it wasn't going to make that. And then I saw this on Instagram, an account I follow. Credit goes to SW Shriv, Star Wars Shriv. He's a Star Wars page. Mm-hmm. Posts mainly about video games, but he does everything. Um, so he has a screenshot, 
And the caption is, a fan got a DM by the LEGO Twitter account regarding LEGO Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga release date. And this is what the DM says. Hi, Michael. Hope your day is going amazing. This is from LEGO. Okay. The LEGO Star Wars, the LEGO Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga is due to, be re- due to be released this spring. We can't tell you the exact date. Those plans are kept hidden. We don't want them to fall into the Empire's hands. Just be patient, young Padawan, and you'll soon be playing. Have a bricktastic day, Nelson, Lego customer service. Hmm. So Nelson, who is on the Lego Twitter account, says that it will make the spring 2021 release date. All right. Well, I hope that's true. I am not going to be holding my breath. I wouldn't be surprised if we actually get a fall release um, in time for the holiday. Season. I feel like that is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. Because then it's a good Christmas present. Yep. A lot of people will pre-order it because they don't want to yep. wait till Christmas. Also, I don't think they're super... Wor- I, I might be wrong. I'm just sh- shooting from the hip here. But I don't think they're super worried about making a, a spring date just because... The Boot to Eve podcast. Kitster and Ben Quadranero approved. Um, wait a minute. How does having this production happen? Delays this? And they're flying off the shelves as soon as they drop. Xbox not, One, too. Lot, yeah. Not to hate cases, on Xbox. Right. This, this next-gen console <laughs> release for both companies, both Microsoft and Sony, has been really bumpy for many, uh, a myriad of reasons. The Boonta Eve Podcast. I told you it would come to this. I was right. The Jedi are taking over. New episodes every Friday. Did you press the stop button? No, did you? No. Always on the move. All that to say, uh, the game industry right now is a mess, and the new generation of consoles couldn't have come out at a worse time, what with the pandemic and everything. So It's kind of crazy that they came out, now that I think about it. Yeah. Like, to come out when they did? Yeah. It's kind of strange. Very strange. But, um, yeah, it's really hard to get your hands on next-gen console again i was saying earlier my brother just got one mm-hmm. and he got a ps5 and the way you do it is i guess he followed some twitter accounts that like know when they're going to release and then he and his wife both logged on to like give them a better chance because you have to wait in the queue mm-hmm. and he said once you get in the queue you will use as many devices as you can so you have a better chance of getting in there um but once you get in the queue if your wait time is under 40 minutes, you're probably going to get one. But if it's over 40, like, you're not going to get one. So he told me that his wait time on his phone was 15 minutes, and then his wife's was 5 minutes. Mm. So he got one pretty easily. But it's just a pain to have to fall. Like, he wasn't too concerned about getting one, and neither am I. I'm fine waiting until they have a bunch of them sure. to, to sell. But... He just waited five minutes and hmm. got it. He got one, but it's still like the fact that you can't go into a Target or a Walmart or yeah. a Best Buy and just say, "I want a PS Five and go buy one." It's right. Like, if anything, it's tough. Um, I don't mind developers taking a little extra time, and I think if anything, that's what Cyberpunk taught us. <laughs> you can <laughs> you buy it still? You can. S- or did they remove buy it, it? But on last gen consoles, they uh, I think they pulled it. Oh, on last gen. Yeah. Okay. Um, at least on the the Sony, the PlayStation Store. But 
I don't mind just because so many people don't have the next gen consoles yet anyway. If we can, if the game industry can somehow get all their games and their console, um, their console uh, uh, production flow to to get in sync by holiday season, I think we'll be okay. So that's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing a a, a, a fall 2021 release for Lego. I I could also. I could see them making the spring for the simple fact of those people that do have the next gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have any games to play, really. That's true. They have a few, but like got a few, but not many. My brother was telling me they're giving people free games from PS4 and Xbox yeah. uh, One because there's they can't play any other games, so they're giving them like twenty free games. Or I think it might it might just be PlayStation, mm-hmm. but you're getting free games because there's nothing else to play because there's no games coming out true um so i also think if the skywalker saga is done and they're happy with it um i think i could i could see them making it because um one you have a lot of star wars fans that play video games Mm -hmm. two you have no other games coming out really yeah yeah nothing so that is gonna be all right star wars fans and even like casual Mm -hmm. people who don't really know what star wars is or just kind of know what it is Mm mm-hmm they're going to see, oh, a game came out for my PS5 finally. And everyone loves Lego. And yeah, you don't not like Lego games. Yeah. And a lot of the people that are playing these next-gen consoles probably grew up with Lego games. Probably like late teens, young 20s. Yep. Maybe the early 30s. 100%. That can actually afford to buy a PlayStation 5 because mm-hmm. a parent's not going to pay 500 bucks to buy their 10-year-old an Xbox or a PlayStation right now. <laughs> so I, it's like the perfect market because these people probably grew up with this game the complete yes. saga yeah so True. i could see that being like holy crap we can make a bunch of money if we release this game right now because there's no competition and we have all these f- this this huge fan base for it so i think i, I i'd like to trust this nelson gentleman mm-hmm. and believe him but you never know i think they won't go past 2021 like you said i think it'll be like you said fall yeah or like christmas time if not the spring from what i've seen it seems like most of the game's done so i you know. to be done. do you know why it was delayed in the first place no i i don't because didn't we see like a I, tiny uh, trailer originally yeah, we saw a little mini trailer yeah and then the second one was like 15 two second clips of mm-hmm. little gameplay that wasn't really anything yeah i think I, we should still get like an actual trailer for the game i think i we, feel like we haven't received like a real trailer yeah we really haven't received a proper trailer if, if i if my memory serves me so i have heard though that the game is massive there's like 20 something planets that you can visit yep. and 300 playable characters yeah like a bunch of playable characters so i'm excited if it's anything like the complete saga which i'm sure it will be even better than that mm-hmm. i'm pretty excited as long as it's not like lego star wars the force awakens i'm sorry but that game was terrible <laughs> not to their fault i just think you can't make a full Lego game out of one Star Wars movie without making it super boring. <laughs> because you have to make a level out of like every second of the film and it just it just didn't work. If you, if, you, if any of you have played the game, I think you know what I'm talking about. It just <laughs> gets boring at times. <laughs> All right, so let's move on from video games here. Going to go into the world of Disney Plus. Ah uh, yes, a lot going on there. Lots. 
I mean, where should trying, we start? I'm trying to, I've been trying to get out a yawn here for like <laughs> 20 minutes and <laughs> it does not want to come out, but I'm struggling to breathe almost. <laughs> it's not happening. There All right, <laughs> I'm just going to deal with it. Um, let's start with what we know, not the most about, but we know for sure. Uh-huh. I don't even know. Let's start with Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Um, it's coming out. Did they say Christmas? Is that what it said at the end of Mando, or did it just say December? I, uh, I don't remember. I think it said December. I, I could be wrong. Oh, finally on. All right. Um, it looks like here I can check. I can search it really <laughs> quick. Uh, so I could see it coming out December twenty fifth. Yeah, be a good yeah. Like December tw- uh officially announced December twenty twenty series is set to premiere December twenty twenty one. Yeah, okay. So twenty twenty one is when it's slotted to come out. But it does not say Christmas. It just Christmas says Day. December. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if it came out on Christmas Day, that would be good because. You can watch it with the family. That'd well, maybe fun. it's not going to be a family show. I suspect this one's going to be a little mo- bit grittier, a little bit more underworld focused. I would like, I would like to see Disney take it a little, yeah, more adult and dark. Yeah, um, uh, this and you can do that with Jabba's Palace. Oh yeah, this is like Star Wars mob world almost. Star Wars gangsters. It's going to be wild. So I've, the rumors are. That it's going to be like a mini-series, like Kenobi. Yeah. Like six episodes. I believe so. Um, But if it does super well, which I think this goes for all the shows that are supposedly mini-series. Mm-hmm. Like if Kenobi does super well mm-hmm. or if Boba Fett does super well, I would assume that they would be like, oh, we should make more of this stuff. And I think there's a lot you can do uh, with Boba Fett. Yeah. And you have Ming Na Wen, who's a pretty Great. big name. Tamara Morrison is hyped as ever. I mean, you can sh- you can start by sh- like, I think everyone wants to know how he got out of the Sarlacc pit and when he got out of the Sarlacc pit. How did he lose his armor? Mm-hmm. How did he find out who had his armor? True. Like kind of like post Return of the Jedi pre Mando like mm-hmm. flashback, you know. I think everyone wants to see that. But to be honest, I think they might leave it a mystery because that's a, that's a big thing with Star Wars is they like to yeah. leave a lot of stuff up to your own imagination and, yeah. you know, form your own opinion. And For me, with Boba Fett, that was always one of the draws it, um, was the mystery of it. Yeah, that was, was, the, coo- that was the coolest thing about it when mm-hmm. he first... Like, he was such a mystery. For the original character. trilogy fans. It's like... Didn't talk much, mm-hmm. but held a... Didn't do much. Had a big presence. Just looked cool. Yep. You knew he was in the room. Yeah, I mean he's in a he's in he's only in A New Hope because they re-added the Jabba scene. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, it was that Irish guy mm-hmm. originally <laughs> when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Han me boogie, mm-hmm. you know, Han me boy, <laughs> Scottish Jabba, yeah, with the fur coat, and then they the fur. Vest. So that was in the original cut, mm-hmm. which a lot of people thought they saw in the theater because you know how there's that whole. Oh, we saw the big scene, and mm-hmm. when Luke looks up, there's the deleted scene of when he looks up and, uh, and he sees the battle yeah. going on. So there's a lot of, like that's one of the scenes that people say, "Oh, I saw that when it came out on day one." But um, the common consensus is they're just imagining that. 
Um, but you never know. Maybe they did. Mandela effect. Actually. Yeah. Um, and then he's an empire for like combined. I don't even. Not a lot of screen time. No, not much at all. He's in it when he's told to get the Millennium Falcon, like to track him down. No disintegrations, and he mm-hmm. has like one line there. And I think mm-hmm. it's like yes, sir, or something. Mm-hmm. It's no good to me, dead. Yeah, and then he has that scene where he tracks him down mm-hmm. when after the garbage shoot mm-hmm. and flies away, mm-hmm. and then he's there on Cloud City for like two minutes. Yeah. And then he's in Return of the Jedi for, like, even less time when he goes out like a little chump. I know. They did my boy dirty in uh, episode six, but he's back. Back in a big way, too. Mm -hmm. Tamora Morrison is just a cool dude. He's so cool. And watching him kick butt. Oh, man. Holy guacamole. Like, when in episode six, when there's that shot of... Episode six of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chap. To be chapter fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, the tragedy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's the shot of he's got his gaffy stick. Yeah. And it's like from the ground up, and there's the sun in the background yeah. glistening, and then it focuses on the gaffy stick and walks its way up to his face. So cool. And then just whacks the guy in the so face. So cool. And then when he gets his armor back and he drop drops the uh, thermal detonator, it's like. <laughs> and then he drops down and just goes to town on him. So cool. Literally making every fan's dreams come true. Like, yep. that's what we wanted to see all this time when we finally got it. If there's more, they could just make an action show. Like, throw a story out <laughs> the window. Just show me Boba Fett. Just give me Boba Fett Power Rangers. Yeah, just show me him <laughs> whacking on people. And I'm going to watch uh, it. We all would. Um, but other than... Yeah. It's called The Book of Boba Fett, and it's going to be on Tatooine. And he's now in charge of Jabba's Palace. So we don't know a lot about what's going to go down. We really don't. That's that's all we that's all we got at the moment. We have heard that they're filming it now, I believe. Well, I would assume I think I heard John Favreau say they're filming it. Okay. Which I think they would have to. Yes. I feel like they would almost have to be done by now. Have to be wrapping up pretty quick to make here. it in December. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much all we know. Have they even announced like John's writing it? Have they announced the directors? Um, I think they've announced producers. Um, I I know uh, John Favreau, Dave Filoni are obviously executive producers, but then we have um Robert Rodriguez. Oh, he's back. Who's back? He directed so Chapter Fourteen. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Kathleen Kennedy will be an executive producer. So, yeah, they haven't released too many details as far as who's going to be in it. Um, the only people we know are in it are Ming-Na Wen and Tamora Morrison. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They're do keeping it close to the vest. Yeah. Do you think there's... Do. Um, do you think there will be only one trailer? Yeah. Since we kind of already got a trailer yeah. with... Like, like more like a teaser with I, the last episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, I would guess one trailer. I feel like no, I I one true feel like trailer. They could do yeah. just that, like just not release a trailer. Okay. I I would be okay with that. I would too, because then you go into it blind, and that might be kind of nice that, for once. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun for sure. Um, either way, everyone and their mother is going to be watching it. Yeah, especially with John and. 
Dave doing it. I'm sure they're both working on the story. Oh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez, if he's directing it. At least, I'm assuming he'll be doing at least one episode. Yeah, I would assume he'd be heavily involved. And he's the big action guy. So you you already know there's going to be more, like, Boba butt-kicking revenge. I would assume there is going to be a lot of that, which I am okay with. Oh, Whoa. I apologize, I'm getting texts. <laughs> um, but I heard also that once John Favreau or once like every once they just finish filming that in general mm-hmm. and once they're done working on it, John and the gang are gonna go directly into doing uh Mando season season three, excuse me. I was just burped, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, I heard they're going to go right into season three. Yeah. In fact, I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. but in one of the more recent Rebel Force Radio episodes, um, Jimmy Mack said that Paul Bateman found out that they're like starting stuff on Mando on that. April yes. 5th or something. April, yeah. There's no confirmation of that, but yeah. Paul Bateman's a smart guy. And he does have... Friends in the industry. He is he's in in, in the industry. In this, in, yep, himself. That's hard to say. Yeah. In the industry. In the industry, yes. So we yeah. could we could start so seeing some stuff about Mando season three come out. I would hope so. I I think uh, I think it's on track. I don't think the Cardoon um, absence will be too much of a delay. I don't even think she was going to be in season three. Really? I don't think so. Okay. Wow. I think they were going to go to Mandalore. He was going to go to Mandalore with Bo and her gang. Okay. And just going to be Mandalore. So you think she was going to be more for... Uh, I think she was going to be in the Ranger series Rangers, okay. as like a like intro. A Marshall or whatever. Yeah, but okay. I don't think she was going to be... I honestly don't feel like she was going to be a big part of that series either. All right. You're, you might be right. Maybe yeah. that's just me Yeah. thinking... If I don't think she's a good actress, surely they see that she's not the best either. Um. But you never know. Maybe she was going to be in it. I, I just feel like she was hired more so we can show these cool stunts, mm-hmm. show your face, not mm-hmm. have to worry about like stuntmen, stuntmen and um, getting the right shot and stuff. Like not worrying about, oh, are they going to notice that's her or not her? I feel like she was hired more for her MMA side. Not her acting side. I mean, the only yeah. acting job she did was Deadpool before yeah. that, I think. Yeah. Um, true. She did carry a, a unique presence because she was had that background in MMA and all that stuff, which was unique to TV because, like you said, so much of action TV is carried out by stunt people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Well. Same thing with Tamora Morrison. I mean, he, he's fine because... He has a helmet on when he's Boba Fett. Yeah. But I'm not saying he was hired because he wasn't when he was hired to be Jango Fett. He didn't do anything really. But in the, ring. the fact <laughs> that he is capable of fighting, it makes it a lot easier. Yes, it does. Yeah. So that's, right. that's pretty much it for Book of Boba Fett. Like you said, we don't know a lot about it. Haven't really seen. We have. We have no idea what it's about. Yeah. Other than it's on Tatooine. He just killed Fat Bib Fat Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. 
and that's all that's really that's it all we, like, we have yeah. no idea what's gonna happen what's to come very interesting i'm excited i would like to just go into it blind me too i, I feel like that would be a nice change yeah sometimes I, they reveal too much yeah i'm not worried about it being bad that's for sure i think whatever we anything that john favreau is pushing out and dave filoni yeah it's you know it's going to be good. They have my full trust by now. John, I have so much respect for John Favreau. Yeah. He's, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know anything about the movie business because I don't, but he's doing it right. Mm-hmm. Like with Iron Man 1 and 2. Yeah. The amount of, I mean, he's directing this stuff and acting in it, and he's a great actor too. Yeah. He and like. do anything. One of my favorite, yeah. have you seen Chef? Such a good movie. I'm pretty sure he wrote it and directed it. And, and he's the star. Wow. And he's got... He's ScarJo is in it. Wow. Scarlett Johansson. And she's like in love with him, I guess. Huh. It's basically... He's a really good chef, but he's John Favreau. He's not the best looking guy ever. Sure. But his cooking, you know, really ups the ante. <laughs> of course. Um, it's a great movie. And I just uh. think... Put that guy in charge of story, the storyboard at Lucasfilm because yep. he is a genius. Him and Dave... Yep. Are the future for sure. They are. They they are the future and the present. They should have been the future and the present a while ago, but it's fine. We're there now. <gasps> oh. <laughs> JJ. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the Bad Batch. Yeah. This we know a lot more about. We do know a few things about this. Coming up pretty soon, huh? Coming up pretty soon. I noticed Hasbro released a, a black series. Yes, they is that new Trooper. the line? Yeah, that's on pre order. I saw it on Dorksoid. 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 Dorkside toys. Yeah, they got all four of them. Yep, and and a um, elite squad trooper as well. Hmm. Oh, that's part of the. Yeah, if you'll notice, it's one of the darker clone troopers. Mm-hmm. The um the ones with the dark armor, the black almost, graphite black. Um, I haven't. Watch the trailer a ton. I just have this question. See if you know. Is Echo? Is he still? Is he in it? I oh, think he I is. Rem- if I remember I think correctly. he is. But I don't remember. I haven't watched the trailer feel, since it came out. I feel like he would be. Yeah. I'm gonna assume that he is. But um, I'm I'm assuming it's coming out in spring 2021. But we haven't really heard anything. It's animation, though. I feel like they can. Yeah. Plus, we're kind of. That's true. Everyone's kind of going... Things are starting to slowly get back to normal. That's true. I think they've for sure been able to go in and wear a mask and work on it together. That's true. Do you think that the Book of Boba Fett came about after or concurrent with the inception of the Bad Batch? Do you think it came out... The idea for it came out after the Bad Batch was conceived? Because mm. I wonder if this might be a mute point, but I wonder if um, Dave might be pulled away from the Bad Batch a little bit just because he has his hands so full with the Mandalorian. And what is his title with the Bad Batch? Uh, isn't he executive producer or director? I don't know if he's directing all of it, but um, no, he's not the director. He's the executive producer. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I well. I guess I would say Bad Batch idea was first, maybe, because I think after yeah. Clone Wars Season 7, well, maybe not. I think what happened after Clone Wars Season 7 is 
wow, we could do like a a Bad Batch series. That'd be cool. Yeah. To like, because it's really a continuation of the Clone Wars. It is. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff from Clone Wars the Clone fans. Wars yeah. season 7 and 8, like those 50 episodes that didn't get made that they had. Yes. I think we're going to see some of those ideas come into the light. Um, so I think it was like, oh, that's a good way to show these mm-hmm. or some idea of these, but make it new and fresh. Um, so I think it was just after that and the success of season 7, oh, we should keep this going. Yeah. So I think they finally realized putting season 7 out there we should have never canceled the show because I, I, I think that when Clone Wars was canceled, it was getting to its best point. Yeah. Like that it, second half of season, yeah. the whole season five really is yep. just really good. And I think everyone was catching their stride. Dave was becoming a really good storyteller. He was already, but he was getting really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I just, the fact that they canceled it was a real shame. And then we, of course, got The Lost Missions on Netflix, which those are some of my favorite episodes, too. Yeah, the Yoda and the Order 66 arc. And then... Um, what's the other... I don't remember. Um, and then Season 7 was also super awesome. Didn't love the Ahsoka's Journey arc, but you had to show it. Yeah. Because you need to see where she's been. True. I just didn't like the two Martez sisters, or whatever their names were. I liked the older one, the younger one. I couldn't stand. <laughs> um, Rafa, I don't even remember their names. Um, yeah, but I think it was just like, wow, we should have never canceled the show. Let's do more of this. It'll make a bunch of money, and I think they're right. And it'll get a lot of kids interested as well. And then the kids are going to want to go and watch the Clone Wars if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the same thing with uh, Mandalorian. Um, I think they were just like, wow, we should make a little thing with Boba Fett because who wouldn't want to see that? True. And that idea was already, maybe the Boba Fett idea came first because that idea was already fabricated when season one, because in chapter five, remember they show Boba going up to Ming-Na Wen, uh, Fennec Shan. We just don't know that it's Fennec Shan or Mm -hmm. Boba Fett yet. That's true. So I feel like maybe Boba Fett idea came first. Because I feel like John Favreau has been planning out this story for That's a while. True. Because I remember true. hearing when season two was being shot that he was already working on seasons three and four. I think uh, Giancarlo Esposito let it slip that he was already working on stuff for future yeah, seasons. Yeah, true. Yeah, interesting. It'll be interesting. Either way, uh, the Bad Batch is going to come out this year. I would assume still. I don't think there's. I haven't heard of any major delays. Yeah, I'm looking at. This was posted on February 9th. so. Like a week ago, uh, it'll be out sometime in 2021. Yeah. So, um, do I think that this might be the only Star Wars show we get in 2021? I think there's a possibility. I would think that if we got only one show, it'd be this one. Um, although I'm hoping that everything else will go smoothly with all the other shows slated to release this year. But you just never know these days i think boba fett will come out but that's at the end of 2021 yeah, yeah. that's true um yeah. this makes a good point an exact date um what is yet reading? to be uh, this is from cinema blend oh okay um exact release day has yet to be disclosed but all that could change at the drop of the hat mm-hmm. so i feel like that's a good point they could easily just say whatever 
True. And just push it back. I wouldn't be very surprised, but I I think they can release it when they're supposed to. I think so too. Um, but what do we know about it? Uh, it's gonna follow Clone Force ninety nine. I believe Echo is in it. Yeah, I, just, I think so. I think we just it's gonna it's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna be a fun one for sure. Yeah, so um, it's following ninety nine, Clone Force ninety nine. Get some good Order sixty six action. All oh, I hope so. All that stuff. Um, it's basically a follow up to the Clone Wars. Um, yeah, a direct follow up. It's gonna it's gonna. I mean, we're gonna probably gonna see Vader. We're gonna see Palpatine. Ooh, I think so. We're gonna see the Emperor for sure. We saw Tarkin in the trailer. We saw Tarkin. We also yeah. saw Fennec Shand. See Fennec Shand. So Ming Na Wen's really Played getting busy Ming-Na in the Star Wars universe. Yep. Of course, yep. this is just her voice, but. Oh, that's gonna be great. Oh, the Emperor was in the trailer, huh? Yeah, he was. Duh. Of course we are. Yeah, we see him in a holo holo net communicate. Hologram. Yeah. Holo net thingamajigger. Yeah. Um, of course, D. Bradley Baker is doing the voices. Yeah. The legend himself. So that'd be Frog great. Frog lady and frog man himself. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I'm excited for Bad Batch. Um, I said last week that Clone Wars is kind of my introduction into the Star Wars universe. I'd yeah. seen all the movies, but that's where I really got into it. Yeah. Because I, I was like the perfect primetime age for it when it was coming out. Um. So I'm really excited to um, kind of see it continued. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I yeah. wish it was continued in the way it w- that it was originally intended, but I'll take it. Oh, yeah. At this point, I will take anything Clone Wars related. And if, if it's coming from Dave Filoni, I don't even care. I hope he has a big, big things to do with oh, the he story. Will. He will. This I is his brain. Like, I feel like the executive producer nod might be just that kind of a nod i don't think like so we appreciate you but no. i just think he's too in live action he's writing a so well, he right created uh, i don't know i i just think i think if they were smart they would just give him time to work on this that's why i'm not super worried if it takes a little plus i while. think but i think the executive producer nod is also just because he was a big part of the clone wars and this is like a sequel to the clone yeah. wars and, and they're didn't probably have other people direct Episodes of the Clone Wars, and yeah, he was a producer. He, 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 he usually only wrote and directed yeah. big, big, eccentric arcs, yeah. arcs that mm-hmm. were important to the story. And if it also, if it involved Ahsoka, yes. same thing with Rebels. Yes. If it involved Ahsoka with Rebels and it was a big deal, he mm-hmm. was probably gonna direct and write it, at least write it. Yes. Um, but the show looks pretty much complete. To me, we'll see. I mean, yeah. we've seen the trailer. Trailer looks great. You already know the writing is done mm-hmm. for at least like the first season. So the only people probably working on it right now are animators and like people just doing the visuals, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like unless I don't see how Dave was working on Mandalorian season one and season two with John while mm-hmm. also being involved a ton in the bad batch. Cause they're, they're probably coinciding with each other pretty similarly. Yeah. Like they're yeah. both of those projects being written. were probably going on at the same time. Probably. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I feel like the executive producer might just be same thing with Kathleen Kennedy. You really think she's executive producing it? No, I think she, she always just gets an executive yeah, producer on because yeah. she's that's like that she was her thing boss. before she became mm-hmm. in charge. She was a producer, a yeah. good producer. I'm not yeah. knocking her mm-hmm. for being a producer. Sure, she's just now the spokesperson. Mm. So and she just gets. Oh, we'll give Kathy. Yeah, producing I mean, credit. you're in charge of the company. You get get the credit. So I I just think his main focus is on was on the Mandalorian working with John learning from John mm-hmm. and now it's on him making the Ahsoka series which he is doing by himself for the most part I think John's handling Boba Fett mm-hmm. um, season three on the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and the Rangers series and Dave's just kind of there and then I think Dave's doing the Ahsoka series and John is just kind of there. And by just kind of there, I mean the same role that Dave had with Mandalorian season one and season two, he's going to have with those other series. And mm-hmm. then John's going to be kind of that role with the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Like switch, just switch Dave's in charge of the Ahsoka. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I mean, totally. if I was Dave, I would be more focused on, let me work on live action more. Maybe one day I can make mm. a feature film. Mm. And I think that's ultimately where he's going. I think so too. I think if Dave Filoni doesn't end up making a Star Wars movie one day, Disney's crazy. Yeah. yeah his Same thing with John yeah. Favreau. I think he mm-hmm. needs to make a Star Wars film, too. 100%. 100%. Totally agree. Because they both just made the best Star Wars in a long time. In a long time. In The Mandalorian. Yep. And I'm very excited to see what else they squeeze out. Should be good. Should be a good time, for sure. Okie dokie. Um, This next one, I don't know if it'll come out in 2021. I doubt it, but I feel like it could, and I'll tell you why. Of course, talking about Andor. Um, Andor is about Andor. Mm -hmm. Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor. Um, Obviously, a prequel to Rogue One, Mm -hmm. because... Course, um, Rogue One ends in his death. Yes, at the hands of the Death Star. Um, and uh, we've heard that they're filming it right now, so they have scripts and directors and all that good stuff, and they're filming it now. And I believe they started like a month or two ago. Is that heard, right? You've heard the story of their f- uh, that set out in England or yeah. something. Yeah, people are mad about it. Yeah, ba- ba- basically Disney bought a plot of land out in this rural area in Europe. I'm not sure exactly where it is, mm-hmm. um, and people are mad that they're filming it there because it's causing traffic and uh, ruining the nice area that they're in (laughs) just causing a disturbance and they don't like it you know Mm -hmm. um but people were saying that that was for kenobi but then ewan mcgregor came out and said no we're filming kenobi all in la yep yep i think they're gonna use the same technology that the mandalorian yeah the the volume um so i think that andor is filming out there right now because there was like filming crew stuff there so I think they're filming Andor partially, maybe just partially, 
probably not entirely, but partially out there. Uh-huh. And then I guess they're going to use this. They have like a three-year deal to use this thing. So they're going to use it for multiple series. But right now it's for Andor, which is which Got is it. the rumor. Um, so I feel like they could get it done by when I think it would come out, which would be when The Mandalorian usually comes out. So I think they're going to come out in 2022. I think so too. Um, I don't know what month. So my guess would be Bad Batch is going to come out first. Then Book of Boba Fett. Mandalorian's coming out 2022? I think they said 2022 or 2023. Okay. I'm not sure. And then I think we're also going to get Andor in 2022. That'd be, my, that'd be my guess. I think that's the safe bet. Yeah. I just say... Um, if they want that fall slot, you yeah. know... Um, the rumor is that this show is going to be 12 episodes long. Yeah. So I think they could release Bad Batch, release Bad Batch in like a month or two from now mm-hmm. in the spring, like they said they're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll continue for however long it is, you know? And mm-hmm. the Bad Batch, too, you can like keep it running. Yes. Like, I don't think that's a thing where, like, you know how The Clone Wars was 22 episodes. Mm-hmm. It was on for 22 weeks. I think you could do that and go into other shows. Okay. I feel like at some point they're going to coincide with each other. Yeah. Like it's not going to just be one Star Wars show is on at a time. Yes. It'll be multiple. I think it's inevitable with the amount that they're trying to put out. Yeah. Because I mean like what? Seven shows? What is it? Total Eight shows? Twelve? Ten shows? Well, two of them are movies. The things that were oh, announced. Oh, right. Two of them okay. were movies okay. and then the rest were all yeah. Disney Plus. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it was Taika's movie and Patty Jenkins' movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think eight shows. Eight shows. So if they want to do them soon, like I feel like they're gonna. They're gonna have to overlap. I think Bad Batch would be a good one to overlap yeah. with. Hundred. Because that's just twenty minutes long. You're it's there. An animated it's show. It's a fun time. Yeah, not to ma- not to lessen it any or degrade it, but I think that's a good one that you could show with another show. Yeah. Because the other ones are gonna, you know probably be longer episodes and yes i would um, agree so i think they could start bad batch in spring and then and or if they wanted to if they really want to star wars us up this year uh like release it in october like i think mandalorian season two came out october 30th yeah day before something like that yeah that could run for um like or just Maybe even like the beginning of October and just run it for um, yeah, like up until Boba Fett comes out. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be like I don't know. You could do three months. You could even do it at the end of September. Just have a three month mm-hmm. span of Andor, mm-hmm. and then boom, you're into Boba Fett. True. Because we also don't know what 2022 is going to look like. We might have to really? wait a while after Boba Fett too. Yeah, exactly. So while I don't think Andor will come out this year, I feel like it could be a possibility if they want to fill yeah that Mandalorian spot. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Uh, either way, I I'm pretty excited for this one. Cassian Andor wasn't one of my favorite characters. I loved Rogue One, but um, I think it could be good. I think we could get some insights into the in 
into the empire, into the rebellion. I would love to see more of that. Um, obviously him meeting K2SO, how does that happen? That's going to be exciting to see. And whatever Alan Tudyk says about not being in it, I don't believe that for a second. Um, really? I, I think he's definitely going to be in it. And Well, let's, let's read that really quick. Yeah, so um, what did he say? What's the quote? So Alan Tudyk, uh, in an interview with Collider, actor Alan Tudyk said that K2SO won't be involved in Andor right out of the gate. Um, and his quote was, they're shooting it right now. I'm not in it. But if it stays on the air, which of course it will, Mm-hmm. Um, and stories keep getting told, I'll end up in there. While K2... Oh, that's the end of his first quote. And then okay. while K2 won't be in Andor's first season, Tudyk stood firm in saying that there's a plan for a character and he will appear eventually. Um, and quote, I'm going to be in the show. It's just that the story that Tony, Tony Gilroy, um, is telling doesn't involve K2SO until later on. I can't be too specific, but I can definitely say that I'm not going to be in the first season. Okay. So yeah, you think I he's just blowing smoke? Yeah, maybe. Okay, I, I I didn't realize that he said he would be in the show, just not in the first season. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, I, I think he's probably not lying. He's probably not lying. That makes sense. You know, they probably want to build up the backstory of Cassian first mm-hmm. and then introduce K2 second season. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, he's definitely in because at Celebration... Uh, 2019 2019 in Anaheim they showed the little there was like a teaser of him and Cassian yeah it was like some comedy bit that they did um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like oh it's going to be the K2SO and Cassian show so, <laughs> um, I feel like what they're doing is they want to establish the character first yeah and the vibe of the show yeah. I feel like when K2SO comes on the scene, he's going to steal the show because he's hilarious. He's going to be hilarious. Um, he's like an R2 that can talk yeah. English. So English. I think he's when he, I, I feel like it's the Baby Yoda effect. Uh, People are going to be watching the show for K2SO. It's very possible. And their like connection and vibe that they have together. Very possible. So I feel like they want to just get Cassian like, build up his character and make people like him and, you know, kind of delve into his character more. Yeah. Um, and explore more of what he's about. Cause we saw that he's willing to do a lot for the rebellion. Um, I mean, he freaking just straight up shoots that poor guy with his arm and yeah. the alley. Yeah. I thought he was, Savage. I was like, what the heck? Tivic, right? This is dark. Yeah. Just shoots that guy. Yeah, and I'd like to see more to kill that Galen Urso too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Rogue One really um, fleshed out what it meant to be in the rebellion, and I hope this show does more of that for sure. One hundred percent. Rogue One was definitely. I don't. Mm, in terms of like. Not my personal, like, feelings, but mm. movie-wise, it was definitely the best mm. disney release Star Wars movie. I th- I would tend to agree with you, yeah. I like to say that Force Awakens is my favorite disney release Star Wars movie, because, as I explained, that was my first Star Wars movie theater experience, mm-hmm. and that's 
an experience that um it was just really special to me yeah it meant a lot so i say that that's my favorite but rogue one was it just captured the original trilogy vibe very well and it was a movie in the star wars universe without i mean darth vader's in it but not a lot without jedi and yeah just like it was like a war movie it was and it was dark but it was also funny and it was star wars to the t really Mm -hmm. um it felt like a george lucas star wars movie in a a lot of ways it was a great intro into these standalone films and that yeah they could be super successful Mm -hmm. a lot of people at disney were not thinking super highly Mm-hmm. of Rogue One when it came out yeah. and then it surprised them. It did. And then mm-hmm. The Last Jedi came out and divided the fan base into either you love it <laughs> or yeah. you really, really, really hate it. Yeah. Um, And then Solo came out and bombed mm-hmm. the box. It didn't... It bombed for Disney and it bombed for Star Wars. For Star Wars. It yeah. made $500 million. Yeah. Which is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But you expect if more you're not making nearly a million or over a million, or sorry, a billion, mm-hmm. if you're not making nearly a billion or over a billion dollars with a Star Wars movie, that's not good. It's a failure, yeah. But it was also the most, like, Blu-rays sold. There, there's some record it had with Blu-rays and DVDs after. Well, a lot of people streamed it. Yeah, Once that it too. went up on uh, streaming services because people watched it. Man. People just didn't. The fact that it came out five months after the Last Jedi was, first of all, the first mistake. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I don't uh, think they first saw the Last Jedi being the divisive. Still, movie it though, was. you release you release the Force Awakens in December. It was originally supposed to come out in May. Yeah, they pushed it back to December, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, Star Wars is Christmas movies now. They're always May movies. Now they're Christmas movies. Yeah. Which I like. I like that better, to be That's honest. Fine. Yeah. And then Rogue One comes out the next December in 2016. And The Last Jedi comes out in December 2018. Mm-hmm. Why all of a sudden, <laughs> in a movie plagued with director changes and script changes and mm-hmm. um, reshoots, like 70% of the movie was reshot. Yeah, it's difficult, yeah. Ron Howard had to come in. And completely change everything, and the writers had to change everything. Yeah. Everything was changed. Why all of a sudden, in a movie with that much behind-the-scenes drama, all right, instead of waiting a whole year, we're going to release it five months from now. Right. From this Last Jedi movie that just right. divided the fan base in mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. I just don't see the fact that that even happened. I think yeah. if it came out in December... In 2019, or sorry, 2018, mm-hmm. a lot of more people would have gone to see it because I think a lot of people, a lot less people would still be upset over The Last Jedi and then be more accepting of it and not as infuriated with it. Mm-hmm. I think it would have done a lot better. And Solo was a good movie. You liked Solo, right? I, I love Solo. Yeah, it, I enjoyed it. It wasn't my favorite Star Wars, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It's better than... It's up there for me. It's better than some of the other movies. Maybe like The Phantom Menace. I would definitely rather watch Solo than The Phantom Menace, I would say. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the big thing i mean the two big things for me is one it's just super dark like in terms of yeah the actual film it's the just tone, a really dark yeah. film yeah yeah the like the screen like i'm talking art, about the visuals yeah. like it's yeah. just super which <laughs> it is dark it's not like the worst thing in the world but yeah i mean the only bright st- spots are that last planet yeah uh, the sand sabarine uh, or something Sabrine, yeah um but i loved woody harrelson which i didn't think i would he's hilarious i yeah. loved amelia clark yeah she's great she was great and i liked donald glover mm-hmm. and i really liked alden ehrenreich yeah he was, he was as fine Han. yeah because the thing I always say is, this guy doesn't look like Han, and this guy doesn't sound like Han, mm-hmm. but I believed that he was Han. Okay. And that, to me, is like, holy crap, this guy did a great job. True. And he's a great actor. Yeah. And I think there was, there was, there was going to be Solo 2 and Solo 3, because they left us on a cliffhanger wow, with okay. Darth freaking Maul. Yeah. I why he was mm. there, God knows why. But it was cool, and Amelia Clark, uh, Kira just goes off. We don't know what happened to her. We don't. And they were all signed on for three movies. True. So that was gonna be a trilogy, and it's a trilogy I wanted yeah. to see. And yeah, Rogue One and that movie were both great films. Yeah. Probably most people would say Solo was better than the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think. And a lot, yeah. I just, I just think they set such a great tone that the fact that these uh, Star Wars stories can work, because mm-hmm. we were gonna get yeah. Boba Fett, a Star Wars story. We were gonna get Obi Wan, a Star yeah. Wars story. Which, of course, we're getting shows now, which it all worked out. It worked. Um, but I'm just, I mean, we're not gonna see. I don't think we're gonna see Rogue Squadron, a Star Wars story. No, I think streaming is the future, and I think what makes it to the silver screen is going to be a lot, uh, it's going to be harder for a lot of things to breach the silver screen. The The level of, um, what am I trying to say? I guess they're going to be pickier. Lucasfilm is going to be pickier with what they put on the silver screen, because it has now gotten more expensive, and less people are able to go to the theater in fact i'd say just about everyone can't go to the theater <laughs> right now so like you don't want to go either because there's nothing to watch and yeah exactly so we'll see interesting i think i just think that movies are going to be movie theaters are going to like the big companies are going to get a monopoly mm-hmm. on it like amc or yeah you know like the bigger companies, there's going to be like a f- just a few movie theater companies and they're all going to be called like there'll be three or so and they're all be scattered about. Yeah. And I think it's going to become more just like the blockbuster, mm. like the block, like you want to see Avengers, you'll go to the theater. But if you want to watch a rom-com, you're going to stream it. And I think they're, they're going to up the prices for everything. Tickets are going to be way more concessions are going to be more because they've lost so much money in being closed for a year mm-hmm. it's crazy how much one year can just change everything you really can but like yeah. if you want to see a star wars movie you'll go to the theater yeah like if like if you're going to go see road squadron you're going to watch it in the theater yeah 100%. if you're going to watch the next avengers movie you're going to go to the theater yeah 
but it's gonna be like twenty bucks per person or yeah. something. Yeah. Because I don't I don't want to lose the experience of seeing a Star Wars movie in theaters. Right. Like it's fun to watch them in your house with your family if you have a Star Wars fan family, but I mean the experience of when Han Solo and Chewbacca walk back onto the Millennium Falcon for the first time in forty years, oh, that's and great. Han says, "Chewie." We're home, uh-huh. and everyone goes crazy. Like yep. you don't, you don't get that from no um, watching it in your living room. You don't, or like making a different connection with the Avengers when yeah you see when Thor is getting the axe pushed into him. And yeah, you see the hammer come and hit Thanos, and Captain America pulls it back and he yep. turns around. And he's like, "What's up?" <laughs> and the people just go crazy. Right. And he lightning bolts the sky. And oh my gosh, Captain America's kicking his butt and he can lift a mule in the air. It's like you don't get the fan experience of it. It's just. Yeah. It makes it way better. It does. And just seeing it on the big screen just alone is it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. But oh. yeah, I'm excited for Andor. Uh, I'm. I really like Diego Luna. Yeah, Diego Luna. His great. voice is really cool. Uh-huh. He's got a nice accent. His um, gravelly voice. And I, I, I also just really like. I liked his character a lot. Mm-hmm. I did too. I thought I he thought was, it good. was cool. Like you said, I definitely want to see more of the rebellion and the empire. And yes. I think that's a good. That's a really good fertile ground for storytelling. Is in between. Mm-hmm three and four. Oh yeah absolutely absolutely um any other any other thoughts on anything that we've talked about today um i don't think so i i'm really looking forward to finishing light of the jedi how 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 far in it are uh, you <laughs> i'm like i'm like a third a third? Yeah. So you're going to get it done? I'll, I'll, I'll get it done. We'll see. We could have the infamous Jimmy Mack oh, Rise no. of Skywalker it's artwork. It's not going to happen. Pushing back every week. This is how I did college, man. I waited until <laughs> the few days before and then I just, you know, pounded it out. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, folks, if that segment gets pushed off for a while no, but no, hey no. We're, do- we're doing this know. thing we're doing you it never know we're doing I mean, it. I, I, I might finish it before him and i've got like five other oh books to read before i get to light of the jedi um any any project like future project mm-hmm. that you really are looking forward to seeing uh kenobi kenobi yeah kenobi and um I think the Acolyte, because it's a Blue Sky project, there's nothing... That would be cool. They're just going to... Yeah, they're just going to go for it. I think that that's going to be a place where they can really be creative. I think Kenobi, though. I just... I can't wait to see Kenobi back. Yeah. Hopefully, the Acolyte's a good segue into the High Republic yeah. screen-wise. Yeah. Because it's cool that it's books but and comics, but... I just hope they do the Sith well. Yeah, I want to see some... Crazy Sith stuff. Some Darth Bane esque lore. That uh, level. When do, you, when do you think we'll see Kenobi? Oh man, I'm I'm gonna say 2023. 2023. That's my guess. Like early 2023. Yeah. That's my guess. 
That what is do you? I have another kind of weird question. What do you think is out of all the stuff that was announced? What do you think are we, we're going to see last? Um, like of what's planned for the future right now? What do you think is going to come out last? Probably the acolyte. Really? Because they just now came out with the books. I think they got a lot of written stuff to get out first. Mm-hmm. That'd be my guess. I could be totally wrong. Um. I think I think one of the movies could be the last. Yeah, I think it'll be Taika's film. Yeah, because that's that'd 20, be a good guess. I think that's twenty twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Twenty twenty. Yeah. And then there's apparently the, a twenty twenty seven film because there's gonna be. Remember it was twenty twenty two, twenty twenty four, and twenty twenty six. Yeah. And then, COVID made it twenty twenty three, twenty twenty five, and twenty twenty seven. Yeah. And I think if all went well with the sequel trilogy, which it did not, I think that was gonna be ten, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to kind of be done with the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. as they call it. Um, but I don't even know. We know what Patty Jenkins movie is. Mm-hmm. I think Taika's movie might be in the high Republic era. We'll see. I would love that. I would really love that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't know. know why they didn't just make it the old Republic. Like, why why the High Republic? Why go back 200 years when you could go back 2,000 years, you know? Right. And there's already stuff established for the Old Republic. I just feel like, I don't know. Why not just go back there? You already have this era. Why make, yeah. a, why make a whole new era that's only not even that far back? I agree. I, I, I actually agree. Um, uh, this just came across the wire. So apparently Zack Snyder is being considered for a directing role in one of these Star Wars movies coming up. So that could be interesting. When was that said? Right now? Uh, nine hours ago this morning. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, so there. We'll get another t- Snyder Take cut. that as you will. Could I, be interesting. I don't want to... I feel like... I feel like DC is the problem. I don't think Zack Snyder is the problem. Yeah, I like Zack Snyder. I feel like he'll be good. I think he'll be fine. Uh, There's a lot of good people out there that could direct the Star Wars movie. Yeah. I just think you have to have a good story and an yes. agreeable story. And you have to understand George Lucas and you have to understand mm-hmm. Star Wars to begin. But, I mean, when you've done things like 300 and Watchmen and Wonder Woman, like I I tend to trust you, right? Like I tend to yeah. think that... Patty Jenkins did Wonder Woman. He was a producer. Oh. Yeah. He did Justice League, but... We won't talk about that. Well, the like Snyder, you said, Snyder I think... Snyder Cut's coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Snyder Cut is coming out. And I'm like you said, I don't think he was the problem. Yeah, I'm kind of... I don't know if... Is it wrong of me to be kind of scared of Patty Jenkins' movie now? Because Wonder Woman 2 didn't do so good? I think she'll be fine. Because Wonder Woman 1 was amazing. And Wonder Woman 2... I feel like people just didn't get it. Yeah. It was supposed to be like an 80s movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't see it. I haven't once seen I, it either. Once I heard the bad reviews, I, I was I like, I still uh, haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste money on it, but. But I've seen all the reviews um, and I feel like. People didn't vibe with the 80s. Thing. Yeah. Cause they were like, yeah. oh, it's horrible CGI. Hmm. And they said it was boring. Really? Bo- I heard Which boring the CGI a CGI looks wacky, but I think it's That's supposed to good. look wacky. Like I think they're oh. they're going for wacky. Okay, but I also heard it was like 
she does like nothing the whole time. Interesting. I don't know. I need to see it, but I don't really have a desire to see it. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. With that. I think back to the original point. Mm-hmm. Um. I think we'll see the acolyte, like you said, probably last. Probably like Lando or the acolyte. I don't think anybody's in a rush to make a Lando. <laughs> I, I think so. they have like a a head writer or something for it though. Yeah, he I, did. I'm trying to think of what it was called. He, the, Dear white people, I think. Oh, did is, he do that one? I think okay. that's what who. Okay. Who, who's in, I don't know his name, but yeah, I'm not familiar. I, I'm I'm familiar with this with with the show, but I yeah. So, and I've heard that hmm. it's like a comedy kind of. So I think it's gonna interesting. be interesting. I think it'll be like a like a kind of funny. Like chill, like yeah. Lando goes to a casino type yes. of thing. Um, but I think if they want to do, I've heard the rumor that they're going to do, like, um, episode nine Lando mm-hmm. and Donald Glover Lando. Mm-hmm. So Billy, Billy D, and Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. So I think if they were going to get Billy D, they need to do it quick because he's getting <laughs> old. <laughs> oh, we love Billy. He's D. like eighty, he's, early eighties. He's, he's, he's it's tough to be still working so hard when you're 80, man. I know. Jeez. I feel like if they're going to do it, they need to do it in the next couple of years. But like you will. said, I think we'll see Acolyte and Taika's film kind of towards the end of this. Yeah, 2027. Like 10 episode. No, Taika's is 2025. Oh, who's 2027? 2027, we don't know what it is. Okay, that might be Zack Snyder's. Maybe. We'll see. I feel I'm curious to see what they do with the 2027 movie. Yeah, I'm very curious too. I feel like it's not going to happen. I think they're keeping it open on purpose. They're going to see what is hot out of these shows coming out because they're pumping out some shows quick within the next four years. Here. Yeah, I just think that. So I think they're gonna. Yeah, I think that when it was a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was going to come. There was a movie in 2027, but. Patty Jenkins movie is a one-off. Mm-hmm. I think I it's think gonna be three one-offs. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I think because they're all gonna be one-offs, I think they're just gonna scrap the 2027 release. Oh, you think so? Yeah, and I think they'll Push have back. they'll have like another Kathleen Kennedy. Here's the stuff for the next five years. Oh, you know? okay. Like she just did that, you know, where Maybe. she released all this info. Mm-hmm. Or no, they won't do that because they'll have celebration. That's true. I think all that stuff was gonna come out at celebration. That's true. But. I feel like they just won't do, or they will. They'll just do another one-off, but they're certainly not going to be connected. I don't think. I mean, who knows? Maybe Tyke is going to do Rogue Squadron too. Oh man, you never know. We can we can only speculate. Yes, that is what we do here. This is the Boon to Eve classic. And before we end this speculation, Uh we did want to mention. it's kind of oldish news now, but ah uh, yes, the good old Master Yoda himself. Yes, Tom Kane, Takio Masaki from <laughs> yeah, Cole <gasps> from Black Ops Zombies. Zombies are yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he did that. He says as a throat ripper. Weapon is law and honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom Kane uh, had a stroke. Yeah, I don't know if it was in November. I think that might have just been when it came out. Yeah, his daughter told us that he had a stroke. December. Um, 
I think she said the left side or something. Yeah. I'm not sure, but... I, I haven't heard any updates, but I hope he's doing okay. Yeah. The last update was, he's doing fine, but when you have a stroke, you often forget how to talk and forget yeah. how to write. Yeah. And that's his thing. He's Yeah. His life and his job and his career yeah. is talking he's and doing these crazy voices. Yeah. He's had such a rich career too, doing so many different things. Yeah, pretty much. I like hope it doesn't end here. Every commercial ever. Yeah. Um, Master Yoda, Ularin. Um, so he's many. He's done Akbar a couple times. Yeah. He does 3PO when Anthony Daniels can't do it. all kinds of video games across all kinds yeah. of genres and all kinds of stuff. He's the narrator in the Clone Wars, which yeah. I'm convinced is Admiral Ularin. Yeah. Um, if you ever get a chance, Rebel Force Radio did an interview with him about. That's the best Six interview months ago, ever. And it is so good. Literally the best interview ever. Yeah. It's, he it's just, magnificent. They dive. The good thing about Rebel Force the time Radio. When, uh, Clone Wars came out. Yeah. The most it was starting to come out. Latest yeah. season. Yeah. The, the thing that's awesome about Rebel Force Radio is that they are friends with everyone that they, that they interview. Yeah. And they have friends in high places. Yeah. True. So where you listen to one podcast interview dave filoni Mm -hmm. on a purely professional basis Mm -hmm. that's cool and all but when you hear cracking jokes with dave filoni (laughs) and talking about the penguins and the steelers and just talking to them like their best buds Mm -hmm. like it's funny tom kane that interview with tom kane is just one of my favorites of all time it's great he talks about how he was like 14 and Mm -hmm. he would hear these commercials promoting this thing and he would call up because this was a while ago so he would call up and like say hey your commercial i heard, I saw it and it sucked really bad i could do better i could do way better <laughs> i could do way better for you he's 14 and then they'd cuss him out and hang yeah. up and then he tells a story of this guy called hey did you just offer to volunteer some voice work for us for this <laughs> met gala or something and he's like uh yeah yeah i guess and then he goes in and does oh. it and then he's with his dad and they hand his dad the the script and they're like, Oh, it's not me, it's this guy right here and it's like <laughs> Tom Kane, like, fourteen year old kid. And then he says, like, Oh, this guy, he was pooping <laughs> his pants and he's freaking out. Just oh. go if you want to hear some good interviews with Clone Wars actors and Star Wars people and Dave Filoni. Go listen to Rebel Force Radio. They're the best. Yeah, absolutely. They always will, will be the best. Yeah. We will never come close to their level of amazingness. No, they were on the scene first, for sure. 2005-ish. It's around when Revenge of the while. Sith. 2006, I think you're right with that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we 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 hope Tom Kane... Um, what a shame it would be if he doesn't get oh, to... Oh, man, well... To come back. I don't even want to think about Not that. even just for his health. Yeah. Like, that just sucks, and that's super sad. I mean, yeah. But just to think about I, he's what he's thinking is like, man, my entire life is my voice, and mm. now it's been taken away from me. That yeah, must it's be... It's got to be hard. That must be tough. So we hope he has a speedy recovery and gets back out there. We need Takio. We need Yoda. We need Yularen. Yep. We miss him. He's so. in the Powerpuff Girls. He's in a show I've never seen, but oh, it's a great show. He's a pretty big. You gotta find. <laughs> he's he's a big character now. Oh, I love that show. But anyway, 
Yeah. All right, that's going to pretty much any final thoughts here? I think that's it. I, I'm sure there will be more next week. We can hopefully look out for that review of The Light yes, of the Jedi. Yes, there will be more next week. I, because for one, am the Jedi. skeptical. That we'll see. going to happen next week, but we'll see. we shall see. We'll see. I'm hopeful. I'm not not so as hopeful. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, spending the time with us here at the Boonta Eve Classic. Um, wish you all guys a great week and hope to see you next time. All right. Peace out. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Boonta Eve podcast. New episodes drop every Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Boonta Eve Star Wars Podcasts.